for the podcast if I didn't screw up the technology. All right, let's do it. Welcome back to the Living Room Sports Talk here. Macaulay, Zach Rothenberger. Yeah, you look a little... I got, I got the uh, I got the Vix Damn. under my nose. You know, that Vix, uh, whatchamacallit. Do you, yeah, did yeah. you actually have, like, did you, uh, before the show, you did, like, the ammonia thing? I did, I did. So I'm hoping that holds me through for the next uh, the next hour or so. Awesome. But I'm, feel, I'm feeling good, Karen. We actually, we actually have something in common today. That? We're both first in our division. Yeah, <laughs> on a show. We had, we had way, what's going on with the chat? I don't, I don't like how this bad gateway thing is showing up on our screen. I don't like that. Bad gateway. Yeah, I don't know. And it's funny because I even checked the settings on this. But you know, you always know that has to be something, right? Well, I know I, it looks good on Facebook. Looks good. All right, you know, let's yeah. start the show then. All right, I guess we gotta start the show. Um, all right, we got a great show for everyone lined up. If, if it gets if it gets too heinous, I'll I'll uh, I'll clean it up. Look at this, and we're dropping frames too. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Uh, all right, let's let me clean this up real quick uh, as we get the stream cooking here. We're all along. Let's see what we got here. I sent a chat saying testing. I love it. All right, looks like we're good. You know, what? looks like we're good. Let's just let's just ride the vibes, right? Let's do it, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uncle Ricky says we're good on Facebook. Let's so. go. Uncle Ricky says we're good. We're good. Let's go. That's all right. right. A lot of football chatter. Like you said, we're first in the divisions. We're feeling good, right? But we obviously got a lot to talk about. Um, all right, it's funny. And I, and I love Darkstage just coming in right out of the gate, you know, and saying that he's got a hot take for us. And apparently this is, this chat's not popping up uh, on our thing. So let's just hide that. Put that away. Oh, I wonder what this hot take is. I'm excited. I'm excited as I'm trying to clean up this, you know. Dude, I like, you know, I'm the, I feel like I'm the Doug Peterson of producing, like everyone's like, oh yeah, he's good, but it's just like, yeah, but when you actually see what I'm doing, it doesn't look so good. You know what I mean? No, um, no, no, no. Well, my uncle Ricky said, let's start with the Eagles in the chat. He's, right. he's ready. He's feisty. He's ready for the Eagles. I guess the Eagles. It's funny, that's actually the first thing I have. Real quick, let's talk about real quick before we jump into clickbait. You want you want to tackle your next thing? You want to talk, tackle what uh, Dark Sage Dark Sage said about them as I try to mentally get my thoughts together here and get the show cooking in the right direction because I'm an idiot. Oh, jeez. What did he say? Because I'm oh, on right, Facebook. Oh, right, because you're on the Facebook. Yep. Okay, yeah. so, and I forgot, because I obviously pulled the chat down because I'm a dumbass. No. Um, but he said there's a lot of hate going around about the Knicks, and James Dolan is our owner, but he truly believes um, in his heart that he does, that Dolan does love that franchise, um, but he just has mismanaged it into the ground, which I, which is a, I couldn't agree more. Um, do, you, do you agree that he loves it, the, the franchise? Yeah, of course I do. I think he does. I mean – you know they have the MSG stock too, so I would hope that he loves it, or else you know he's uh, going downhill financially even more than what he already probably is. But my take on the NBA is it's always going to come down to like four teams, so it doesn't really matter about the Knicks until they until they sign like Kevin Durant or LeBron or AD or whoever. Harden, right. So hey, it's funny, you know that's actually a good point. Let's I'll say, let's jump into a little clickbait then. Uh, do you want to do yours? Yours was about Penn. State. I mean, like let's we'll go fast with it because I feel like it's yeah. like, not like it's old, but like a lot of football chatter to get to. So let's 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 uh, I'll let you jump into it first. Yeah, I mean this is like the standard participation trophy like generation type clickbait here. So Bill Connolly's Mulligan meter: Which disappointing college football team deserve a deserves a pass? Well, Karen, last I checked, the good teams, no matter what sport, whether it's college football, whether it's freaking crochet or croquet or whatever the hell, or polo, will still find a way to win, regardless of the situation, right? So since when do we start giving out mulligans? This isn't this isn't Ingleside playing nine holes or five for five, where it's like, <laughs> sure, you know? So, it, it, you know, this is just ridiculous. The fact that we're even talking about, oh, it's, it's been a rough year, we'll give them a pass, is insane to me, because you see teams like Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State, or some of these Mac teams that are balling out, you know, and it just makes them more attractive from a, uh, from a recruiting perspective. So if they're balling out, why can't Penn state, why can't LSU? Those were the top two teams on that list. So, <laughs> well, you know, it's, what was the first name of the writer again? Uh, Bill Connolly. It's, I was about to say, can we make the column called Bill's breakfast balls or something like that? Like, you know, he, like, <laughs> like, you know, we're talking about mulligans and stuff in the golf world. Um, yeah. Right. No, I totally agree. Especially like, if someone Lee said to me, what's the one sport where, like, you can't lose, like, you're really going to screw yourself up if you lose a game? I'd be like, college football? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. There are no breakfast balls in college football. Everyone knows, especially in a year where they, they took out non-conference play. Right, um, right exactly. Uh, but, all right, nevertheless, all right, I'll tell you, mine, mine I feel like jives more um, in the, I guess, in the NFL circuits. And it's it's been a take, I feel like, that's been doubled down a good bit. 
uh, right, being that whole this whole like take on Doug Peterson trying to get himself fired, and and and, and right, I, I, look, I'm not. It's funny. It just sounds right out of that Seinfeld episode with with Costanza trying to get fired from the Yankees. But um, I, I like this whole stuff. Like Doug wouldn't be to- like. Look at read this headline. Some believe Doug Peterson wouldn't be totally unhappy. In quotes, totally unhappy. Being quotes, if Eagles fired him. Like what? Like what is that headline? God. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure you said that verbatim. Like, what? Like, I'm sure you did. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know where where they got that, where they got that gem of a headline from. It's That's ridiculous. It's clickbait. <laughs> um, all right, but so to that point, let's let's jump into that game, right? So there's a lot to break down. A lot to break down. Uh, do you want to you want to start as an NFC? I mean, I'll tell you what, so for starters, I only like I'll actually you know maybe I'll go first. Not to, but my yeah. take's not that good. So that's why I'm just trying to get it out of the way. Um, not a great game. Went to bed at halftime. It was 14-6. I mean, obviously caught up and, and saw everything you know, that happened later on, especially for the people in the gambling circuits at the end. But you know, it's funny. Like, I think that's actually in a weird way that kind of tells the tale of the tape, right? Like, no one's really talking about Seattle because they didn't really play that great. Everyone's really I – mean, you can harp on the Eagles not being good, but they've kind of done that for the last six weeks when they've been kind of in this neutral – like, it was their division to take, and they didn't take it. So, like, we're past the whole, like, what, what, what is going on with the Eagles, right? Like, we're past that point. So, it, it's it's kind of funny how everyone – like, everyone keeps talking, oh, did you see the Eagles backdoor cover, that six-and-a-half-point spread? It's like, that's all you take from this because, it, like – it was like Eagles didn't play well, but like most we, we didn't think they were going to play well, right? Seattle didn't play great, but like whatever they won, like then they went across the country. Like no one really cares as long as they win that type of game. You're on the road on prime time across the country. Like that's all you really need to do. Um, and I think it actually paints a picture too, right? Of like it's funny as I say it out loud how not bad of a loss that is, but like when it, it like if I ever told you you're going to play the Eagles on the road, that's a t- like right? Like if I don't give you any other context, like that, if I say you think you're going to win, like you'd be like. It's gonna be a gritty game. Maybe like, like you'd be asking like nine follow up questions. Are there fans? Like are, are they good? It's hard. Like you know what I mean? Like and if I basically said yeah, they're 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 good this year. You're like I'm out. Like, yeah, like, it's a no, scary right? game. Regardless, so, like regardless because of my past with the Giants and them. Right, the last I mean, four years, that guy you saw it with the Giants and then but then you flip over to like Seattle. First of all, I think they won like ten straight on the East Coast. They're ridiculous. But but on the flip side, it's like right, like you look at them. And it's just like the, I mean, the Eagles had it. It's like you let a team fly six hours. I've done that flight many a times too for work. It's a yeah. long ass flight, and granted, they're not flying you know commercial with American and and being you know, the flight being delayed twelve hours like we always do with American because of the worst airline ever. But that being said, there's my little plug for them that they suck. But um, right, like it, it's still a hike out there. It's a three hour time zone difference. You're on the road in prime time. I know there weren't any fans there, but it's just like. It paints a picture of like where the Eagles are right now and like what's going on inside within that organization compared to like just kind of like the rest of your division. So I'll say without further ado, I'll, I'll turn it to you as a division guy. You break down what you saw last night and like I'm not going to ask you to like put this in your take because I like you, know, you got to make your take is what it is. But like and, and I'm going to try to make this a little bit deeper than like are the Eagles done? Are the Eagles in trouble? But it's like right like this division has proved at every like it's almost like a tv show it's like whoever gets to the top of the mountain gets knocked off and then it yeah. just recycles it's like every week we're like wait is dallas good wait a minute are the are the are the giants good wait a minute are the, are the, are, or was washington good it's like are the eagles good like it, it's like we've done this wheel of fortune if, or lack of fortune if you will i don't know but, sorry i literally keep saying zach what do you think what do you think and i just keep talking <laughs> no. it makes sense of this for me no you're you're exactly right i mean when i see Eagles play it just seems like it just seems like there's no chemistry there's no and this isn't me being a Giants fan this is just me being a, a sports fan and viewer of the game there just seems to be no there's no team chemistry there's no camaraderie there's no cohesiveness there's there's nothing it, it's 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 kind of sad to see and I mean even as a Giants fan like I, I think Wentz is, is better than what's as happening a football this year. Fan. Like as you're a football, football fan yeah, yeah I mean we can talk about it. you're a football fan as a football fan like like Wentz, I don't think is really that bad. I just think there's a huge, there's a huge culture issue right now. I'm not defending him because he hasn't played well, but I think the culture. It's like when you work I for totally, a company, you I don't really like, have that in my notes. Like yeah. it's such an important point to make. Yeah, like 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 Karen, for example, you're, you're a hell of a worker, right? You're you're a great associate of a company where you work. Just say okay. Yeah. And say if if there's a bad culture there. You're not going to want to really go that back extra mile. Like, right? like, we, I mean, we've both uh, done that, right? And everyone listening has done that before, where you work for a place that you're not happy, but you have so much more you can offer. 
and you just underperform or you don't work that extra hour or two that you would if you liked the place you right, and at. even if you do nothing really comes of it you know what i mean like yeah. like how many times are like i feel like that's the first start when you're living in working in corporate america the bad times like you know what maybe if i do run through that brick wall even harder than the first time then i'll finally get results no like right. that's what corporate america is all about They're not gonna yeah the results. exactly <laughs> exactly and then this, this is, is a corporate culture is toxic and just like this like it's the same thing it's the same thing because after every snap after every breath he takes you know not to pull in a police lyric there but after every breath he takes you got, you got like the the Philadelphia media, the sports media, just jabbing him every direction he looks. You got all these just, just negativity is surrounding that team right now from the outside. I think it's I think it's infiltrated in with the way we've seen them play. And it's just something there needs to be an overhaul. I feel like at this point, and it's crazy to say that given that they're only half a game out of the division. But okay, so it's funny you say that. Let's talk about this overhaul. Yeah, who's to blame for this to get started, in your opinion? How are See, you? I'll, tell, I'll give you three choices, right? And I'm already giving the answer. I, my personal opinion to, yeah. to everyone as I pull up this graphic. But um, Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz. Like out of those, let's just use those three pillars, right? We're saying one guy drafts the players, one guy coaches the players, and tells the players what to do, and the other person's the one actually on the field. That's the, the you know the general, if you will, in the war, right? Like so, where like executing said plan? So where is the breakdown in this team? Obviously, I think we can all grades in all the phases, right? Like I'm not going to try sure. to sit here and be like, oh, it's one guy, right? That's that's not what we do here, but. Like, where yeah. do you point the blame? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the old adage of, and I'll keep it G-rated, you know, crap rolls downhill, right? So I really think it starts at the top with Howie Roseman, for sure. And then I think that you. just trickles right down. So It does. Look at this stat, dude. I pulled this up, right? So last night, out of all the Eagles draft picks, and, and I'm not trying to be like, I told you so or this. I, how many times did I see you do in the offseason? I said they drafted and they focused so hard on their wide receiver position, and that's literally like focusing on the rims of the car. Yeah, it, like I like I'm not sure. Like, how many times I say it's like, how many? But like, but the same points. Like, mm, we're, we're we're seeing it, and and all right. Look, Jalen Rager, eleven yards. Jalen Hurts, two snaps. Right, like like you just look down this this list. It's like, was it Qu- Quez Watkins isn't even on this? Like, right? I mean, he probably is hurt, but like, he's not on it. Like, that's my point. Like, right? Like, it's yikes. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand it. And Remember when going, Kayvon Walsh was supposed to be like the guy replacing Malcolm Jenkins and be the anchor in the defense? Like, and I'm not sure that guy, but it's just like this is why I think we always have to scale it back a bit and understand that this is what the like. Look, and I'm not like trying to use myself. Like I hate this because I like I don't like, especially obviously we're from the Philadelphia. I don't want to be like, oh, well, look at the Packers. The one thing they do that I hate every April, but I love it every September is they literally just hammer down like three, four offensive linemen. I'm just like. Who is this guy? It's like, oh, it's some left guard from like Nebraska. You know, like it's just like it's somebody, right? But then it's like, oh, it, it's, it's Elton Jenkins all of a sudden. It's like, Jesus Christ, he's like, he might be our most valuable offensive player besides Rodgers. Like, that's how good this guy is. Like, right? Like, yeah. they're the unsung heroes. But I don't think how he's, I don't think how he does a good job drafting the actual important positions in football. That's my take. No, you're completely right. I think, and I've seen this with the Giants over the last several years where we, we draft linemen and it's kind of like, oh, that's not like the sexy pick, but I know it's the right pick we need for the franchise because here's an here's an analogy for you. The offensive linemen and the defensive linemen are like tightening up the nuts and bolts and doing your oil change every 3,000 miles, right? You need it to make, make sure everything's running smoothly and you're yeah. going to be, you're reliable. And then, like you said, the wide receivers are the wheels of the car that look sexy on the outside and might get the oohs and the ahs, but at the end of the day, you need that engine to be reliable to, to drive, you know, and perform for you, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, and and that's, I think, I almost put, I'm, I'm looking at the chat, right? Like, because, and always, you know, one fan has a good point, right? Like, the defense played well. Now, here's the one thing I was saying to John today. I was like, is there something about the taste of that first quarter that made you think that Seattle was just like, let's just go for it? We're, we're fine. Like, not like, not like they were that fun. You know, they're just like, we will die on the hill of like just trying to push the envelope against this team. Like that seemed like the like the taste of their their their, their game plan. You know what I mean? It, it seemed like it. And, and at first, when they were doing that, I was like, you know, me with all the PTSD in the world from the with the Eagles. I'm like, don't do that because they'll come up and win. They'll sneak attack you. Like, don't do that. <laughs> but it ended up not hurting. Well, him, I definitely guess, so. snuck attack the spread. <laughs> Which kind of, Jesus. I don't know why, that kind of annoys me. It's like, I I, I get it. Like, it's I mean, maybe it's signed and bet on the game. So, like, that's why I'm like, who cares? But, like, I took, their money, I took the money line. I've been been beat too many times by a hook. So. Oh, yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, yeah. you took the Seahawks money line? 
Yeah, that's, that's and the cool. under in a parlay. So that was like probably the easiest parlay I've ever had in my life. I was about but, to say the under was a lot last night. Yeah, um, yeah. especially that weather. But uh, but all right, let, let, let's let's real quick. I'm trying to think. There's one other thing I want to make note of. Okay, yeah, I got it. Ready? This is so bad. You want to know how bad it is for them? And this is why. And and I'm looking at um, what Uncle Ricky said in the chat. Right? Like he's saying Peterson and Wentz are to blame. And you can draw that parallel because, dude, here's the thing. Like, I, I feel horrible that I don't actually have these stats. This is what happens when I roll into the show 30 minutes late for us. Um, I want to say it was 27 to 4. If I like, I wholeheartedly think that might have been what it was. The Eagles total yards after the first quarter. And what do you think was the other team? Just uh, another team in the NFL that beat them. Granted, they only had 27 yards in the first quarter, but like, don't overthink it. Just think of a team that probably really struggled to put up yards this week. Oh, the Giants? No. Oh, the Jets? No. <laughs> no. A team that literally said, hey, we need to get a guy. Talk about oh, the Jets? No, the, the Broncos. Dude, oh, oh, my God. oh, that's right. That's right. They literally didn't have a quarterback. They're literally playing a practice squad wide receiver. That, and not to, not to you know, like to, to rip on that. Like, because I actually want to get to that. I think it's a really, uh, really cool story about Kendall Hill or Hinton. I said, I always say Hilton because that's my preferred hotel choice. I have to travel for work, but uh, Kendall Hinton, uh, right, like that was incredible. I went, like, right, like what, like just him going in was a really cool story. Not grant they lost the game, but they still put up more yards. And like, it's just like, good God. And the other team, and like, like, and John had a good point. We were chit chatting about it today. He was saying, and they played the Saints defense, and the Eagles played Seattle's so defense sucks. That's not yeah. good. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it's 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 awful. We got we got Lucci we got Lucci in the chat today. Oh, Lucci, what's uh, up, baby? St. Foles was the backbone. We need him back. Oh no, <laughs> he, no, 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 no that's no, the only no, quarterback no. that seems no. to win. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not. We're not. Don't be clickbait because you need a, you owe it to the final. Well, you, you know how I feel about Foles. So, yeah. Explain to Lucci why that's not the right team. And I will because I, I just saw the team that he went to, and I can explain it very clearly if you don't want me to. Or if you want to do it, go for it. Yeah, Foles just is a is a one-hit wonder, unfortunately. Great yeah. guy, but he, he he only plays good every, like, he's not Bruce every like, five blue moons. He's not yeah, Bruce. No, yeah, he, he's, he's not the ageless wonder. He, uh, no. He's yeah, immobile. He's like, uh, <laughs> he's, he's like Huey. Uh, what, Huey, uh, Huey Lewis in the news. That's it, yeah. Huey yeah, Lewis in the news. Out, yeah, right. Back yeah. to the future, bah, bah, bah. right? Like, <laughs> all right. Um, do you want to jump in the rest of these games? Let's let's, let's do a little fire. So let's we don't have to like maybe yeah. like indulge in this per se, no pun intended here. But um, takeaways from the Thanksgiving games. I mean, I, like we all get it. Thanksgiving's fun. We all like watching football. It's a good time. And it's Tuesday. Everyone's tired of eating the turkey at this point, right? So let's let's. What are the big takeaways here? Uh, Hello, well. get back in the kitchen, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> What did he say? Uh, Joe, Joe's kind of telling Lucia to get back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and actually, it's a great point by always your number one fan on the Twitch comment saying, isn't he hurt right now? Foles, that is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because of his immobility. Yeah. So. Yeah. I totally um, agree. Yeah. But, but Thanksgiving games, you know, there were some fireworks in the Texans and, and Lions game. Uh Deshaun Watson balled out, which we I think we kind of expected, and obviously the Lions were the Lions, and we saw what happened the other day with uh, Matt Patricia and uh, the GM. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was about to say, I feel like the only thing that got you know roasted harder than the turkeys on Thursday was was the Lions front office and coaching staff. <laughs> that was a horrible joke, but yeah, right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'll get better with these. I know. Do you it's, think they pulled the plug on him too early? I know we've had I this conversation. Have that question before. for you. I was yeah. going to ask you that question, but you know, I feel like it's fair for me to take it as an NFC North neighbor. Yeah. Um, no, it's not too. It's not because I actually think the Lions are a really good team, and they. It's. I actually think it's like they're. they're all, it's like a Ferrari without a steering wheel. It's like the car doesn't suck. It just got to get a steering wheel that can guide it correctly. So, so if if Matt Stafford is part of the problem there, though, do you think this could prolong? Issues like say they bring a new a new coach. I don't in, right? think he's part of the problem, but what I think sorry not to cut you off. I think no, I don't good. think he's part of the problem, but I, what I do think is interesting. Not to like get deep and like over analytical here because I'm probably an idiot, but I, I I feel like 
you could argue that he's starting to hit. I mean, right, we're talking about Rodgers. Like, we're like, not like they're starting to get older. And like, I think Stafford, especially, is on like a way tighter curve than the like, right, like the Rodgers, the Brady's, the Breeze, those guys. Like, yeah. Stafford's been injured a lot. Like, I think he's gonna, he's been also played for a franchise that sucked, you know, since we've been born. Yeah. Um, right. So I think there's that, like, that dip. I think it's funny because you know what? I, I, I'm not trying to like be that guy. I'm not, but I also have to call it ESPN when I feel like they're just doing things. I love this. Wait, no, 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 no. Joe G, absolutely not. No, you, you have to keep the Lions on Thanksgiving. You have to keep them on Thanksgiving because this is a hot button issue for me. Because I think most folks don't know the story, the origin, right, of like how Thanksgiving football came. Like those guys signed up, were like, I'll do it. Right. And then like, and then it became a hit. And they're like, all right, well, it's their, it's their thing. And, and great, the Lions suck. It's actually funny. That's kind of the point I was going to make. I and I'm not trying to get myself like in that in the weeds with like the ESPN like BS, but I can't help but shake these takes, right? Like, I, how many times have you heard? And I know I'm not saying that Patricia is a good coach. I'm not saying the lines are good. How many times have you heard stuff like, you know, Jim Caldwell had a better record? I don't understand why they fired him. I don't understand why they fired him. We kept saying because you ha- like because they've always if you if I say, hey Zach, have the lines always suck since you've been alive? You're 28. Yeah, I'd say absolutely. Yes, <laughs> the best fact, thing they ever yes, had. They're yeah. not good. Have they won a playoff game? No. Like yeah. they suck. They are. They are, they, are, they. They truly. There's a stat. I think they won one playoff game since 1958. Alexa, how many playoff games has the Lions won since 1960? Sorry, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, no. She doesn't even know. Like the is not around. Those stats. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, but no. My point is, it's it's bad. Actually, let me just look at my phone real quick. It's bad. I guess my thing with the whole Matt Patricia firing in the middle of this, well, not the middle of the season, but during. Yeah, the do you have a do you have an extra with that? Is I don't really have an extra. I, I don't know. I think I think okay. he should have had maybe one more year, but Adam, if Adam Gase is still the coach of the Jets of the Jets right now, I don't understand how Matt Patricia is not the coach of the Lions. That's that's my take. I guess so. I guess the Jets are waiting until the end of the season for the inevitable. Wait, this is so bad. I'm sorry. I'm just reading this. Okay, so they're saying they beat the Cowboys in 91, but if I also just looked this up. When was the last time the Lions won a playoff game? This is 1957. Oh, geez. It's on Wikipedia. Now, Scott always says. We all know that's the most reliable source. Yeah. Um, all right, but, but all right. Either way, it's brutal. Like <laughs> that's ninety-one's also been a minute. Consider if I said you haven't won a championship since ninety-one, everyone's like, "Yes, that's a little." Yeah, we're talking like, like twenty-nine years ago. That's like we're talking back when Mike Tyson was in was in his heyday. That's how far, how long ago we're talking. So. How long would you say watching the Lions like like a national spotlight's one time too many? <laughs> oh, they'll, they'll they'll show up against the Packers in two weeks. I already I can see it. Oh um, uh, yeah. But sorry, what you said? Now I say, yeah, because, you know, they're going to have the interim head coach and they're going to be rejuvenated with the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to yeah. come right in there. Yeah, and um, I guess that's my point about the Caldwell thing. And to that point, the Patricia thing, too, right? There's no defense. That that franchise has sucked, like, yeah. across the board. I'm not trying to be like, that guy is a Packers fan. But at the same point, they've been atrocious. Lions fans can admit they've lost in every possible way. And actually, they've humbled me to my knees because I always think of what you – like, we always say, like, for not to be that guy, but the Giants, right? You're going through a horrible period the last three years. You could be that. Like that's yeah. horrible. Like that's horrifying. You never want to be that. Um, and and to that point, it's like so. Anyone at any time that they like whatever they people think may have worked, it has it didn't work. So yeah. like, I think them cleaning house was a good thing because I feel like the status quo was garbage. Yeah, they're in a, a cycle of mediocrity, so they got to try to do whatever they can to get get out of it. So yeah. Um. So, all right. Yeah. I was gonna say you wanna. Well, I tell you, let's let's kind of merge this one because a lot of NFC East chatter, right? Especially to kind of kick off the show. Um, first being obviously the Eagles with a with a you know, that that was that was not good that game last night. But um, it really, you know, because I'm like as a football fan, right? Like it just I wanted this to be like the sexiest race, at least like from an outsider's perspective, right? Like I want like ever, all you guys jockeying, right? Like you got the tiebreaker on Washington, but the Eagles maybe have the tiebreaker on you. Like, like it's like it's coming down the wire. Like, and, like I'm like trying to do like the like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like trying to do like the horse, like oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I looked like, like I was like trying to be like a like a old town road music video like rendition for like a bunch of like college kids. But um, all right, nevertheless, Washington, who you've heard me like champion many a times on the show. I'm standing like upright, Zach. I'm standing upright. I think they're. I don't think they're a bad team, and I think that they showed. I mean, I think Dallas sucks, but 
like there's so like right like Dallas just beat the Vikings though when they were hot like they put that fire out so they're not like the worst team ever like yeah no I the biggest thing that Washington has going for them right now is their their defensive front obviously I mean that's turning out to be like one of the one of the best defensive lines probably right next to the Steelers to be quite honest with you in the league this year um, you know and Alex Smith when you look at the NFC East. Sure, you could say Carson Wentz is a veteran, I guess. But when you look at the NFC East, and you can say the same for Andy Dalton, but that's Andy Dalton. Like Alex Smith is, he's a model of consistency, right? He's the the typical, like we said, game manager, and that's not a bad term. He's your your game manager. He's a good leader. The team is rallying behind that story. Antonio Gibson ran for three touchdowns and 115 yards on Thanksgiving Day. Like the team, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> The, the, the team is is rallying <laughs> around him and Ron Rivera to Rivera too. So yeah, I mean, I as a Giants fan, I'm that's the team I'm I'm afraid of. And how I'm good thankful. does it feel to have that tiebreaker? Yeah, I'm ext- extremely thankful that we have that tiebreaker. When you look at Washington's schedule, they play the Steelers. Okay, which who knows what they're going to be like on um, a short week because they play tomorrow and then they play again on Monday at five against Washington. Such a weird next week. It's so weird. I love it so, though, kind of. Yeah, honestly. like I think the Steelers would win that game, but like you don't know because of that that short turnaround, right? So like, yeah, Steelers, the 49ers, who I as of like two weeks ago I would have said they would win that game, but I don't know after after someday. Then they have the Seahawks, okay? Then the Panthers and the Eagles. So I'd say best case scenario, you go three three and two in that stretch, and that puts you at seven and nine. Which I can see the Giants being seven and nine too. I don't know. It's it's gonna be. So, I almost think, especially in the spirit of, like, not that I want to ditch show versus street tonight, but I feel like almost in the spirit of, like, everything, because, right, like, we could, I, like, have wrote down, like, you could talk to me about, like, the Bears or whatever. I was like, should Matt Nagy be fired? We'll talk about that anyway in our segment. Let's just kind of, like, we'll throw our show versus street, like, into these segments, and I'll tell you what I have for you, and I want to rule this into the Giants, right? Because, obviously, you're winning the division, but Washington looks, like, it looks like that will probably be the race because the Eagles' schedule is brutal, and they have not, not to be that guy, they've not shown any reason. I think at most, like, the fan base would agree, right, like, that they've not shown the... Yeah, I mean, the Eagles right. have, I think, the fifth hardest schedule the rest of the year. So. Yeah, it's brutal. So, um, here's what I saw, though, and it's funny, I like, basically no notes. That's what happens when you're, you know, running late to a show. But, nevertheless... The Giants and the Redskins have eight wins combined, right? Eight. They're, if you put that in like a wheel, that's four teams that they together have beat. I, I know you're gonna. I know you're getting that together, right? Like I'm not like obviously it's like you can figure it out. Washington's <laughs> been beat twice, so obviously the Giants have beat Washington twice. The Eagles have been beaten twice, so that means everyone they both been once. Dallas has been been twice being uh, beaten twice by the Redskins or sorry Washington, and you both beat the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, the Bengals, Washington, the Eagles, and Dallas. I'm not even joking. Let me get my pen out real quick and do the math on the record there. So Dallas is what three and seven. The Eagles are three seven and one. Uh, three six. Or, and three, one. or sorry, no seven. They lost last night. Oh yeah, three seven one. Yep, you're right. Yeah, wait, is Dallas three and eight? Yeah, three and eight. Yep. Okay, so Dallas is three. You're right. Dallas is three and eight. Washington's four and seven, and what are the Bengals? Two, eight, and one? Correct. Two, eight, and one. Okay, ready? So what does that accumulate to? That is a 10, 20, and two record altogether. Bless you. That's what happens when you get your sick, man. You, you can hear me? No, I just saw you. Oh, I, just saw you. Right. I saw oh, you just dab you. it up, man. Thanks. But um, hey, you know, I. Uh, it's like, uh, by the way, you know, it's funny. I like, it, it doesn't feel weird to be sick now. I mean, like, say it to people, I'm like, you get sick in November. And I don't like trying to downplay Corona, you know that. But I just mean, like, like it's the worst though now. I feel like cause it's just like, like, do I have to tell her? Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like oh the nose God. runs, you're like, do I have to tax? Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. a weird, it's a weird prison we're living in. But, uh, all right, let's get back to this. So, what um, is it, 10? What? This is an incredible stat. The Lions have won 300. Sorry, I, I, just, I, I feel bad. I just saw this. The Lions have won 383 games in the last 60 years. That's not good. So how many is that on average? So let's, let's like actually break that down. Ready? That's like six games. Six games a year. You can't, hold on. No, First of all, you can do year. that math. That's 
incredible. Like, that's like, I'm, like trying to remember I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's like six point so, two. Six point two is my guess. Three six or was it three eighty three? Oh, 6.3. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, that's the stat of the show. Always your number one thing. Thank you. That's that's Lee. That's over the last sixty years, the Lions are averaging just over six wins a season now. Oh and they've had oh, by the way, Barry Sanders. Oh my God, that's so bad. Yeah, <clears throat> that's sad. So bad. That's very sad. That's so bad. All the math, six point three eight. It's so bad. Um, all right, but but getting back to this whole like NFC East thing, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna be a guy here for a second, and I'm not trying to be like a tough guy because I sh- like rightly like, watch. You'll knock us out of the playoffs like you did all the other times. Um, I'm not trying to be like, yo, man. Like, if you actually want to be in this dance, like it's gotta be real. But I will say that. But you gotta have more on your resume than that. And now, Grant, it's. It, I don't know what to think. You played also some two. two you played the AFC North and the NFC West. Those are probably the two toughest divisions. It looks like. But like, I don't know. Like, it, it, what? All right, let's just slow it down. You're happy, and you should be happy. You know, seriously, I'm not even trying to be funny. You should be happy right now, right? Like, this is – I'm not trying to be like that guy. Like, you haven't experienced these emotions, and you're in it, and you are winning football games. And the thing that I will say about both you and Washington, which is the two reasons that like, Greg Stiles would have fit this category too, but the two things I like about you guys, you have a first-year coach, and you continuously get better. You and the and, and Washington seem to do that. But, right uh, – I mean, do you, want my, do, do you want my quick take before – Yeah. And, and please, you watch more of the game. So obviously, you watch all the games. So like you can you can attest to most of this. But I don't know how much I love that you guys had to get a turnover to to, to kind of save the game there. Because I mean, they're thirty yards away from you guys losing that game against the Bengals to Brandon Allen. That's kind of my take. And I'm just like, I was hoping the Giants would show me that they're a good football team. And I was like, well, they. The only thing, and I'm not trying to downplay this because I actually think this is a big piece. The only thing I saw with those guys was I felt like. You finally won a tight game, which I feel like the Giants always find ways to lose those games. Like you do give up that field goal most times. Like you lost the Bears this year. Like right, like there's little like wrinkle. So you're like I'm not even trying to like 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 good job. It's, seriously, you're shaking that that mantra of like not like you know losing close games. And like I think that's important. I don't care who the quarterback is. It's the NFL. I think that's actually a really important thing to take away from. It. But on the flip side, there's that caveat, right? It's like nah, you could have lost a team that really is not that good. Yeah. But that's my. That's mine. Take it away. No, I mean, I, I definitely Did like you blow your nose? You take it to <laughs> yeah, All right, you got it? You good? I'm good. I'm, I'm collected. The uh, Yeah, I like that positive take about winning the close games because, you know, like we lost to the Buccaneers by, by two, the Eagles by one, you know, the Rams by eight. We've lost so many close games to, to you know, uh, decent, decent teams this year. Uh, the one thing I will say – we, fa- I'm going to attribute this as we've seen most of the season is teams coming off their bye weeks have come off slow. This isn't an excuse because that's just, that's just, you know, that's just poor. That's just bad. But you give off that kick return for a touchdown right after you, we score a touchdown, like stupid stuff like that, which happens. I mean, you saw it happen to the Packers. A couple I did. Weeks but like how many times a year does a kickoff get returned for a touchdown mm-hmm. in the entire NFL season? Maybe like five times tops. So like you can't let stupid things like that happen because like that should never happen in my opinion they let that happen then you know old mr reliable according to jonathan vilma uh evan ingram fumbles the ball you know he was just careless with the ball right fumbles it turnover when we were like about to score we were close to the red zone on that drive little things like that are the only reason why that made it, it close but you can also argue and say all right well zach then that would mean your team's not good if they make those stupid mistakes so it's uh yeah, but i think I'll say this not to cut you off. I think yeah. you're a big golf guy. As I mean, you're a bigger one than I am. But I, I think you can use a golf analogy here in the sense that you like this. A lot of this, and we like right. It seems like the NFC East does not know how to play with the lead. Friday's leader, Thursday's leader, Saturday's yeah. leader. They change. Um, you won. Like everyone's like, yo. By the way, if you win this, you're in the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. There's so many negative Giants fans all over Twitter. They're still saying like, oh wow, we. We won, but we're not doing ourselves any good because we're just kicking ourselves. We went from sixth in the NFL draft order to 19 now because of this win, putting us as the division winner right at this point in time. I'm like, dude, this is why you play the game. You play the game to win. You don't play to continuously have a top six draft. That's a poor attitude. That that is a losing culture. You know what I mean? You don't you don't do that. So 
I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm that I'm concerned. The only thing I'm concerned about is Daniel Jones's hamstring coming out of this coming week if he can play. But besides that, I'm yeah, I'm ecstatic. It was yeah, a win. It's like a you big said, spot. You find ways to win these. You want games. you want yeah. Seattle if you're a Giants fan. You wanted Seattle win that game last night. Oh, 100. percent Actually, I just thought about that. Not to be like that guy. If you ever have to go out to Seattle, what better break to get than making them fly across the coast on a short week? I mean. I've yeah. been there. I've done that. They're not going to get used to that time zone again for another three days. Right. Well, yeah. Well, that and Seattle showed last night. Spread on that, by the way. Oh, the Giants are, are minus ten or plus ten. I mean, Giants are plus ten. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so, if, if the, the Seahawks showed us last night that they're beatable because they could, like, the Eagles could have beat them last night, theoretically. Uh, they showed that they're beatable, and. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and say the Giants are going to beat the Seahawks, but of course, as a fan, I'm optimistic. And I mean, the way our defense is playing right now and, and is, is rallying around everybody and, and Joe Judge, like I've seen week by week, our offensive line has gotten significantly better from week one. Our defense has gotten significantly better since week one. Like, I feel like we just keep getting better as the weeks go on. And then our one question mark is like the dumb turnovers on offense, like the Evan Ingram drops or the fumbles or the Daniel Jones decision making. But his last three weeks, he's played his best football of his NFL career. So it's really going to come down to if he's healthy to play. Okay, but I'm going to, I'm going to jump in there for a second. The yeah. only thing I say, like, cause you're right. You're right. I'm not like trying to kill the bodies, but it's like, you just saying that's like, put a chill on my spine. You're saying like, we're good. Like, it's just like the things like the turnovers and stuff, which obviously, you know, are big things, but it's almost like, it would be like if someone was in a relationship, they're like, well, no, everything's perfect, except like they're just not okay to be cheating on them. I just don't understand why. It's just like, well, that's a huge like you can't turn the ball over. You can't do that. Like, like that's kind of the thought, right? I mean, is there like I don't know. Like it just seems like I think Well, I'll equate I I'll think, equate think, I'll equate a turnover to your significant other like liking some a, a, like a half naked photo on instagram that's what i'll that's what that's, i'll equate i like that that's to. a good analogy yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll equate to cheating but that's good you're right close. That's, that's close. close it's basically cheating but it's not i think and and we're gonna find out a lot about the giants i think this week it's not even like a big game it's like one of those types of games where seattle's supposed to just kind of like eh, just kind of arm wrestle you at four or five and just like kick you to the curb like yeah that's a big game yeah, well, and if you look at the NFC schedule, I mean, I don't remember all the games off the top of my head, but every NFC East team is playing like a top, uh, a very, just very good competition. I mean, the Steelers are playing the, the Washington football team, Ravens against the Cowboys, Packers against the Eagles, Seahawks, Giants. So theoretically, all four of those teams could lose those games, you know. Um, but yeah, we're going to learn a lot about the Giants these next five weeks because you got Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, and Ravens, four in a row right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, that's it. Stuff. You want to you do a little lightning round and start hitting yeah. up the, the other games in the week? Let's All right. So, do you want to talk? So, God, I feel bad saying this, but we were just talking about like how the, the Broncos uh, put up more first quarter yardage, I guess, than the Eagles. Uh, but, right, there's. All right. So, all the Broncos quarterbacks are out. We're not going to sit here and waste our time saying, like, oh, do they have a better backup player than having a, a practice squad wide receiver play? No. All right. Right. Yes, they should have had a better practice plan or a better plan, I should say, and like knocking my shades here. And yes, they should they like right, and yes, they like it, it happens, and maybe the team should learn from this. That's it. Okay, that's the takeaway. Um, right, but I think it's also really cool, right, to hear about Kendall Hinton's uh like just his timeline, right? He was working in sales a month ago. Um <laughs> look at this, he hasn't been tackled in two years, and he's been he's on the practice squad. Not that I'm sorry, like downplay he's on the practice squad, right? But it's it's just like you're not expecting to be the starting quarterback. And I thought Kyle uh, Brandt had a really good analogy of Good Morning Football yesterday about it, saying, like, we're having these, these anxiety dreams where, like, you're the doctor all of a sudden, like, performing the heart surgery, and you, like, wake up, like, in a sweat. Like, that's that dream. He nailed it. Because it's like, right, it's like, you just went from being a corporate job to being maybe on a practice, like, you're on a practice squad. But, like, that's, like, you know, like, it's that exactly the same as being the, the starting quarterback in an NFL game with one day's notice. And yeah, I thought I mean, he did an awesome job handling it. I mean, talk about a uh, trial by fire. I mean, geez, you know, and at that point in time, you have nothing to lose. So you might as well go out and, you know, try to gun- gunsling it a little bit. So give him a ton of credit for doing that. I mean, that's that's like saying, oh, hey, uh, Kieran, we need you to pitch the ninth inning for the, the Marlins right now. <laughs> you know, uh, that'd be fun. They won't <laughs> yeah, be able right. to hit my 30-mile-per-hour fastball. Do, uh, <laughs> do some high-arc softball on them. 
I just hit my hand there. God, I'm like, oh, we're racking up softball injuries by doing this. My hand dry, by the way. I hate the number. Oh, it's rough. It's rough. You gotta. Yeah, it is. Like my hand's like sandpaper. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> let's, all right. Let's get back to football. All right. Um, I'm trying to think what game we should jump. Do uh, you want to do like a little build? Like, I, I, the weirdest thing is, I don't feel like any of these games were like, they were all like, <laughs> Games that didn't look like they were gonna be good, but like then there was like a like a like a pump fake of like greatness, but it's just like it wasn't really good. It was almost like good to bet on it, but like outside of that, it really was like great. All right, Bills Chargers, right? Uh, let's just we'll make it quick. Like oh, whoops, I'm, I'm just clicking all over the place here. Let's go Bills Chargers again. Wow. Um, all right, any any takeaways this game? Not really. Just just that uh, it was a sloppy game. You know, uh, Austin Eckler returned, so that's good. Good for him, but. He, I don't know how often they're going to really play him, given the state of the uh, AFC West and the state of the Chargers this season. So uh, they said three and eight, just this, another typical jar- Chargers loss, unfortunately. So nothing really to write home about for this one. Exactly. Look, we're going to find out. Basically, I hate this guy. We're going to find out about the Bills in the playoffs. Like, I think everyone, like, Grant, albeit, if they went like 15 and one, everybody, like, yo, I think this Bills team, Bill, the Bills are like Gonzaga. It's just like, all right, well, if you want to do, like, not me that exact degree, but it's just almost like, all right, fine, just show it to me what it matters. Like, we can have what it matters. Yeah. But, uh, they, right, that's like the mindset, I feel like. It, it really is. But, you know, unfortunately, they're like a, they're a smaller market team, so they don't get all the love that they, they probably deserve. But, but yeah, you're exactly right. It's a, it's a Gonzaga analogy. That's yeah. spot on. I'm trying, I'm trying my best. All right. Yeah. Um, let's jump to the next one. I was even giving everyone a little tease, right? With the, the Dolphins and Jets, right? Um, look at this. I just hate, I'm going to work on this chat, by the way, Zach. I owe that to everyone to get their, their comments on the screen. Uh, all right. But to that point, Gasecki had a touchdown, Jersey native, uh, you know, Dolphins are just quietly winning football games. Was that six in a row? Well, didn't they win in a row? <clears throat> Alexa, how many games in a row have the Dolphins won? The Dolphins are second in the AFC East at seven and four. They started off one and three, correct me if I'm wrong, right? They have, oh, for some reason, my they've won six of seven. Yeah. Didn't they lose one game with Tua, though? No, I don't. Did they lose last week? Yeah, the, Bronco, the Broncos won 20-13 to 13 week the 11. The Broncos beat them? Yeah, 20-13 week 11, yeah. Wow, I'm an idiot. How did I miss that? Oh, we talked about that on the show. That's a forgettable game. <laughs> so... <laughs> but so minute, I did actually have like the snickerdoodle cookie. It's like, oh my god, I remember. Yeah, it's like, right? It's exactly. not chocolate chip. Like, it's not oatmeal raisin. Like, yeah. whatever. Well, I will say, what impresses me about the Dolphins is like, it doesn't seem doesn't seem like it matters if it's Fitzpatrick or it's uh, Tua behind center. They just made the quarterback position like less important. Not like you know, I mean, like it's just like, all right, well, as long as it's not horrible, we can make do with whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's pretty impressive, and Brian Flores has some. Has a, some good mojo working down there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The Dolphins can win a playoff game this year. Good, I think they can too. Yeah, I so for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's keep rolling. Uh, let's say, look. So we got. Um, let's do Chiefs Bucks. Let's take with some AFC action. Obviously, a little, little interleague play, as they say in the baseball world. I don't know how much to take from this. Like these games all fit the same bill. I feel like, right? The Chiefs look good. Their defense is a little little wonky. It's just like I don't know. I mean. Are you going to beat the Titans? Are you going to beat the Colts? Are you going to beat the Steelers? Are you going to beat the Ravens? Like, I don't know. And the Bucs, it's like, well, you're in a position now all of a sudden where, like, okay, I know you can beat the Packers, you know, down in Tampa Bay. I know you might be able to beat them. Well, they can't beat the Saints. But, like, right, they, I know they can beat the Saints maybe. Now, all of a sudden, you got to go, like, to whether it's, like, Seattle or, like, Green Bay, like, where, wherever it is. Like, you're going to have to go there because the Saints already got the division pretty much, like, in the grasp of their hand now. So, it's like – even if they lose to the Chiefs, like the which I guess what, what is that like two or three weeks from now, um, but but nevertheless, I guess my point is like I think the Bucks have now automatically been like we are a wild card team. It's just like okay, like yeah. have fun with that. Yeah. I don't see enough in them to be like the wild card team where it's just like, dude, they are unstoppable. Like we went through that phase like three weeks ago with that. Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. Uh, the one thing I will say, and not to defend the Bucks because you know I've been off the bus bus all season is they their bye week is this week week 13 like i i don't think i've ever heard of that before so the panthers and the bucks both have a bye week 13 during the regular season how crazy wild. Is, that's pretty that's late and, and that's something that i had in my mind when i was doing my fantasy draft because i'm like oh well, i don't want to draft any of their players like unless i have to because that's the week before the playoffs you know so oh, i didn't even think about that yeah but 
but anyway, maybe because they have all these personalities and all these these you know star players and with all the COVID restrictions, maybe a bye week might actually do them good because they might have more time to get built some mojo up. They could use a little settling of the waters. Like you know, it's weird because they dropped two games at home, but they're tough teams they played. Like most teams right. would lose at home with the Rams. Well, and here's their their last four games are extremely winnable: Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Falcons. You know, the funny thing is, uh, uh, like, if you told me, like, you got a really easy schedule, and you read that, I'm like, that's not easy. <laughs> it's like, right, because, like, the Vikings, for example, they just, that, that game, you want to jump into that real quick? Cause I'm going to go completely out of order now. Um, that was an emotional win for them at the end there. You know, DB scores, and it's, all, you know, giant thing, right? Like it's And then, obviously, the missed field goal at the end by the Panthers. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, they're, they're not, like, at, like, they're not out of it, so they're going to try. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, right now they're in the hunt, you know, when they show the playoff picture. So, I mean, out of the, the Bucks' last four games, that's probably their most challenging one, you know. But you can also argue about the Falcons because they're starting to play better too. We'll get to that game, I'm sure. But, but yeah, no, you're right. The Vikings, I don't know what happened. They, they got something. The takeaways, they're not out of it. The Panthers remind me almost in a weird way. I'm not even, like, trying to say this, like, just to be like, oh, like, did you know I went to Temple, Zach? But they remind me a little bit of the 2-10 Temple team where they're in every single game, but it's just like, it's obviously bite down your hand. You're just like, God, help me. How did you lose on that one? You can't do that one thing. And then it's it's obvious for all of us to be like, you can't do that. But, like, Matt Rule, I think, is the guy can turn that. I think he's turning the culture there, even though the record maybe doesn't reflect it. Yeah, I agree. I think the, the Panthers are, you know, given that Christian McCaffrey's been out for <laughs> almost the whole season. Uh, I think they're doing pretty well. I mean, they're four and eight, you know, as well as you can at four and eight, I guess. But I think they're doing pretty well for his first year, you know, given all the restrictions and all that and the yeah. rules they face. Um, all right, so which game would you want to jump into? The little Falcons? Let's do the Falcons Raiders. Yeah, let's, yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's jump in. All right, Falcons Raiders. All right, so – that was an ass kick. Yeah, I, I, did, I, mean, I didn't see this this happening. By the way, Uncle Ricky, we're gonna get to that Ravens Steelers preview in just a second. So don't worry, we're gonna, we got there you covered, go. baby. There we go. But, um, but to that point, uh, the Falcons—they're not like they're like the Vikings in the AFC or the NFC South a little bit, where it's just like, well, your record is not where you want it to be, but somehow I don't want to ever play you or see you ever. Yeah, it seems like it's one of those deals where they, you know, they Dan Quinn goes, and all of a sudden, the chemistry change and. In Atlanta, uh, I don't know what it is. I mean, they have the talent. We never really doubted that. It's just could they put it all together. So it seems like they they got something cooking there. And but this is typical Atlanta. They did this last year too. Remember exactly. The they what they started one and seven, and they yeah. ended up being what seven and nine as a team. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like it's kind of like like it's just like a. I don't know. You're like, what? <laughs> it's just exactly. confusing. Yeah, they're, they're the most vexing team in football. Um, all right, Pat, so let's jump in. So we got uh, – I'm trying to think. Like, it's like we look at the Falcons. It's like – I mean, right, it's that point. All right, let's actually stop. Let me slow down, Karen. What are we, are we talking about the Raiders? Yeah. Is that more than just thing. them going on the East Coast and just getting smacked around after losing a weird, tough game on, on Sunday Night Football, the Chiefs, like, which was kind of their – like they're they're everything, and then right, like I, I, it's almost like a hangover game. That's what I was just about to say. I think that, I think it was a hangover game, just kind of uncharacteristic for a John Gruden coach team. But I'm sure, they got an earful the whole way back to Vegas from Atlanta. And I love what Joe G just put in the in the in the chat too, because let's let, let's it's so it's almost like I swear did did everyone did I email the notes everyone like am I shell the show tonight because that's what we got next. And it's so true. He's he is right on the money with this. You should have hammered the Titans in this game, right? Like, especially between the, the Colts winning oh, yeah. emotional games. Derek Henry galloped like a horse. Uh, make make sense of this AFC South race for me, Zach. It's so tough. It's like it's <laughs> yeah, right. It's just uh, a lot of jockeying back and forth between Tennessee and and Indy. That's for sure. You know, no pun team- with the Colts. <laughs> yeah, like both teams are similar. I think the Colts have a better defense, except it obviously didn't show. Um, but I think. In a way, and not to be cliche, but I almost think that this was this was the the Colts hangover game. You know, after playing the Packers and that emotional exactly. back and forth slugfest, and you're you know you're all over the place, and then you you have to you you go and you play the Titans, who are just bruisers. You know, with Derrick Henry, like you said, I think that's what it was really. Uh, the Titans are starting to starting to hit their stride though. The right time of year, I'll say. No pun intended. It's Henry, I keep but. saying it doesn't matter how you play or how you win until after Thanksgiving. And they're proving me wrong because in the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, I think I think you fade the Titans this year. I think they're going to go back down to like eight and eight. Well, they already have eight wins. So 
he is going to run all over the Packers in Week 16. It's going to make me sick. <laughs> it's just it's just a, amazing to me how I'm like getting pale now. Look how white my face is. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's amazing to me how he's how durable that guy is. I know. I know. Like, he's so good. Like, how many rushing yards does he have? Fifteen hundred or twelve hundred right now? I think a lot. He's yeah. got a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know he's. Like so how many rushing yards does Derrick Henry have right now? Last Sunday, November 29th, Derrick Henry rushed for 178 yards in the Titans' win over the Colts. In 11 games this season, Henry has rushed for 1,257 yards. 1,257 yards. Good job. You earned that. All right. She she needs to was like you hand me a screw over again and misses that. No, she gave us two stats. That's pretty good stuff for Alexa. Nice. Love it. Um, all right, yeah. but I think uh, I mean the takeaway is right, like I think they're both pretty worthy adversaries in the playoffs, but both of them are gonna be getting a spear to fight. Like they're not getting the machine gun with it like Patrick Mahomes. Like, right, like so it's just kinda like I think tight, yeah, the Titans need to tighten up on uh tighten up no but hey, yeah. they need to tighten up on defense. Uh, and then they'll be a true contender. In my yeah, opinion. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, all right, but say let's let's go. So I'm trying to what other ones we have here. All right, so let's do. Oh God, do I, everyone in the audience, if you feel like taking a nap, this is the time. If you have insomnia, come into our show because we're talking about the Browns and the Jaguars. Here we go. All right. Uh, I mean, takeaways. Can, can I? Can I just do this in the fastest, like, 20 seconds? Yeah, let's the do Browns, it. I have no idea if they're good or not. Check out Zach's article because he breaks down the Browns team in a really good sense. I'm going to drop that link in a second. The Jaguars suck. They just fired their GM. And, and quite frankly, it's a swampy-ass place. And you got to go play so that no team goes down to Florida and plays well. But if the team sucks that much and the team from up north goes down there and beats them, that's what happened. They won 27-25. Boom. I say that's that's it. <laughs> there you go. Here, let me drop that article for everyone real quick. Do you want to, you want to add your input? By pretend like I'm trying yeah. to stall here. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was a case of the uh, you know we're going to play down to them uh, type of situation, and that's what the Browns did. They played down to the Jags, and you know the Jags came back at the end, obviously, and you know scored some and, points in the second half to to you know scare the the Browns a little bit. But and this is not my way of like trying to tease you and be like, oh Zach, like. Tell us about your article. But like why do you think the Browns might actually be not a bad team? So they're limiting they, they're limiting their turnovers. They're very good with protecting the football. Uh rushing the ball. I forget where they're at. They're the, the best running team in the league. They have seventeen hundred total rushing yards as a team. Both Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb have over seven hundred rushing yards themselves this year, and Nick Chubb missed four games. So, what's that tell you? And and what's a key? What's what's like a standard recipe with every Super Bowl winning team over the last like million years? Is they all have good running attacks, right? Mm-hmm. So, typically, I'd say so. Yeah, you take that in consideration. Uh, and on the defensive side of the ball, I think they're sixth in total t- takeaways this year. Um, you know, comp- combining turn. Uh, you know, uh, fumbles, interceptions, obviously. And then with, with sacks, you got Miles Garrett, nine and a half sacks. Olivier Vernon is actually playing like how he's supposed to play. And he has five sacks. Uh, their team is just, you know, they're doing the little things. Because all around the board, if you look at their defensive ranks and their offensive ranks, they're right in the middle. They're nothing crazy from general yards yards per game and points per game. But when you look at turnovers, sacks, rushing, they're like elite. So they're doing those little things right. I'm also dying. I appreciate that. That's your jam. I'm like Jim Crayer there for a second, just dropping that brown stick in there. <laughs> uh, no, but you're no, but, uh, there you go. Yeah, I, I, dude, you're you're mute game. You'd be like the the magic mute man over here. Like, yeah, like, right. Who thinks Zach's sick? Like the poll would say zero percent, but you've been over there just doing your thing, and I'm like almost trying to ride it with the producing. Like, drop my frames in there, your frames and the highlights and stuff. We're rolling here. That's perfect. Um, what was the take in the chat? No, I just like Joe was just saying it was a beautiful take on the on the Browns game, like just the, the rapid. <laughs> it was, yeah. It reminded me of like liar, liar. Like I'm speeding. Like <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I tried, but uh, I, 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 first of all, I, yeah, check that article out because I think it's a great read. I, I think you're winning me over on them all of a sudden because I think it starts with that ground attack, and they're not that bad of a team. And like, right, what's the caveat? Like, if I said, are the Browns good? Everybody be like, nah. I'd be like, why? They're eight and three. I'm like, yeah, but they're the Browns. I'm like. That's, that's not a real. That's not real, though. You know what I mean? Like they're winning games now. All of a sudden, now it's real. Like it, the the Bills are eight and three. I mean, and if the Bears similar. were eight and three, I'd be screaming at you. It's real now. It's real. They're eight and three. <laughs> like once you creep towards the ten win category, I don't care how you got there. It's real. Yeah, not completely. And, and they're just going under the radar. And that's that was my whole point of pretty much writing the article because like 
every week I'm like, oh, wait, what are the Browns? Oh, wow. Okay. And then every week they continue to surprise me. It's the same I thing. I saw the record was eight and three. I was like, no way. I actually yeah. refreshed and checked the games. So like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, the Ravens are, are basically hoping for that seventh wild card spot at this point in time. I know. I know. How crazy is that? Uh, um, all right, about to, let's see. What other – I'm trying to be – all right, so Sam Fran, let's talk about that one real quick, right? That's a hell of a win. Yeah, it is. I mean, that was a game where, you know, I think everyone pretty much counted them out. You know, is you that got, a hangover game for the Rams? Sorry not to cut you off, but is it – is that all that was? It's possible. I mean, everyone was just really hungover on Sunday, it seems like. <laughs> so. I'll say, was there a holiday on Saturday? Thanksgiving, come on now. Yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving, you know. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you never know what happens. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that was basically, to me, that was the 49ers defense. I mean, they, they intercepted golf twice. Uh, they, they held uh, a lot of their receivers in check. I mean, their leading receiver had 80 yards, which for that air attack is is is, is, uh, is low, you know. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that's just one of those gritty defensive winning the defensive games for the 49ers that just keep them relevant. Yeah, I mean, I think if anything, it's just a game for the Rams. It's just like, dude, like you can't lose that game. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're at home. Yeah. Um, Divisional game at home. The 49ers yeah. have McVay's hand. I, I that NFC West race is gonna be a lot of fun. I don't know who plays who. I'm sure they. It's someone's playing someone against someone playing someone in the NFC West that last week. I just don't know who's playing who. Um, obviously, Seattle and Arizona aren't playing, so they'd be separate. Uh, right I want to say it's Cardinals in Arizona. Cardinals are at the Rams, oh, and the right. Seahawks are at the 49ers. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dogs even know. They're barking back there yeah. for you. Yeah, they're in the dog pound for uh, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, speaking of well, animals, but let's let's talk about one that's not, not looking so hot. All right. I'm going to like actually be an adult here and be like, it brings me no pleasure saying the Bears suck, Zach. <laughs> Just don't have it on Sunday night. But, like, let's slow it down. Let's talk about it, right? Uh, the bear, I think this game, all right. So there's two takeaways. I'm not trying to be that guy. Like, all right, well, I'm just on the Packers fan. So I'm like, I'm going to take it from here, but all right, I'll, I'll head in two levels. I'm trying to like get rid of this chat thing for us. There we go. All right. So the Packers needed to beat the hell out of the bears in that game because you have to, because they're not a good team and you've had enough mulligans at home where it's just like, I get it. I get there's no fans. I get that like, that was no excuse. It's like, they're coming off a bye. You know they're going to throw their hardest punch at you. You just lost a game. Like a good team will actually still take a like take that. A bad team will be like they lose that game and there's question marks. They barely win that game. There's still question marks. No question marks. I'm, so that's the Packers thing for me. Like and there's still question marks for them. But I just mean like bigger ones. Like there's not like that game scared me as a Packers fan. I'm thinking like if you lose this game, there's actual trouble. Like even if they lose to the Eagles, which would really obviously upset me, I'd just be like. Um, like, like what happened? Like my hunch is that be like, that was the one, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, it's a one hit wonder type thing. Right. So you won the type of game that I need to see you, you win as a Packers fan. Uh, the bears though. Yeah. Um, where do we take it from here with them? I don't like trying to like rip them and be like, Oh, they're done. I think they're done, dude. I think they're done. Yeah. There's no shot. I don't think they were ever really there. Right. I think like that's like, they are, we thought they were, you know, but it's like, that's kind of the truth. No one, no one ever believed in them at five and one. Everyone's like, "Look, I'm not going to sit here and say I believe in them, but I also will sit there and acknowledge they're five and one. So let's just take it from here." And then he's losing, losing. Their highlight was when they beat the Bucks barely, which they probably shouldn't have even done. You know, Thursday no. football. Yeah. So, so here's a question for you. So they benched Trubisky when they were three and zero, right? Or yeah. Three and one. Two and one. Two and zero. Two, and they were getting their ass kicked in the third game. Do you think that him doing that, Nagy benching him? And making that switch to Foles, and then going back to him, obviously because Foles is hurt. Do you think that ruined the mojo they had early in the season, or was it just going to happen? Was that a necessary thing had to happen? It's so hard to tell. Like, can you blame them? They won a few more games. Like, but at the same point, like I don't like. No, 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 no. Time out. No, they suck. Both quarterbacks are not good. Like, right? Like Nick Foles hit lighting in a bottle, and for whatever reason, he can only play well in this. You know, build off the area. Build off, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, let's talk Mitch. I mean, look, look at these. Look, 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 look. Two big turnovers, right? 
Because the game's 20-3. If you go down and score with three minutes left to go and you get the ball to start the second half, it's a whole new, different ball game. He fumbles. And I know everyone's like, there's a face mask. It's like, all right. Like, like he was getting, like, folded into presses or into, into yeah. the – sorry, I'm just, like, trying to get all the points across. Into Zadarius Smith, as I showed the clip again. And then Preston Smith scooped it up and ran it. All right, so there's that. Then Darnell Savage picked him off. Uh, I'm trying to think twice. I think it was twice. Yeah, twice. Threw two picks. I'm two pretty picks. sure Darnell had both of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. And keep like, in mind that Mitch game isn't was not. Good. He's not a good quarterback. No, nah, he was just care- carelessly throwing the ball around. Like you see, you saw his goofy smile. Yeah, like in, in his helmet throughout that game as they're losing by like twenty some points. It's like really, what are you smiling about, dude? That you're it's, a pro athlete. This it's is like, like he was brutal. happy to be out there. Right. Um, and I think the other takeaway is that Rogers just owns that team. He really does. I mean, he really truly does. Look at the stats. I mean, right, like. <laughs> He's 20 and 5 all time against them. And, and, and I told you this before the stat, right? Like the one of them, he broke his collarbone, so he's on the hook for the loss, like a pitcher, but like he didn't even finish the game and they were winning when he went out. So it's not even like baseball. And then the, the other one was when it was a lost season, McCarthy got fired. And I'm not like, trying to make excuses, right? But I'm basically saying, like, so, okay, you take those two out, and then it's like, then what? Like, it's like, okay, yikes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the, the Bears, I'm, I'm, they're in a similar category with the Eagles, I think. I think they're both in that same pit of like just the culture of the, the team is not good. You know, uh, the team, there's, there's are playing hard at the bears. They just don't, they, they are the Eagles hard. of the, of the, yeah. of the NFC North, but they just ran out of gas when no one really thought they did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Vikings are going to surpass them here very, very shortly. So <laughs> it's all right. You have a three game, three game lead. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a fun show. I mean, like it's and I guess let's let's jump in real quick because right, I mean, we kind of did the show versus street, like with those. That my real big takeaway was the the, the record of the Giants and Redskins with the opponents. You're beat. missing a game. I am missing a game. I know which game I'm missing too. You know why I'm missing it? Because You're... I forgot a little of the clips. And I'm so mad. I hate myself for doing it. It's the Cardinals and Patriots. Yeah, well, it's all right because that that game killed me for my fantasy. I need to talk to you about that game. I hate to this guy. I need to talk to you about that. You're right. How did I miss that? Because I really, this is what happens when I suck at taking notes. Um, No, let me. I'm not sure that got exact. So here we are. I think it's safe to say I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to get with the Cardinals. They could beat any team. They could lose it. Like there we are. That's the take, right? Yeah, and and I think I think the. I think the outlier. What do you think the outlier is of why this is this is happening to them? Like, who do you think this falls on? The coach. I think it's I think it's Kingsbury because like some of his, his decision making is like, what? Um, I think that's what's holding him back. And I know I've been the guy championing the, the Cardinals all season. So you know what my my champion for why I don't believe in them is Cliff Kingsbury. So. And yeah, we find the middle ground, right? So we we're good, so I look like an idiot, but you obviously aren't confident because their coach is like, well, yeah. So we're, we're uh, right there. Pretty win for the Patriots, right? That's a big win for them. Hey, the Patriots. I don't, uh, I don't rip the I don't rip the the Cardinals as much on this loss because like you went up there, you probably should have, could have won the game. You didn't. You're on the road, East Coast, one o'clock. New England's fighting for their lives, like right, like Bill Belichick, pretty good against mobile quarterbacks. Like, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's a good point. I mean, but if you're the Cardinals, like that's a must, that's a must-win game. If you're good, you win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you're good, because it's fine. I even looked at. I think the Patriots are getting two and a half on the road against the Chargers, which which yeah. suck. So it's just kind of like they're not, they're not. I don't think anyone really believes they're that good. So here, here's an interesting little little tidbit for you. <laughs> the Cardinals, I think I heard this this morning on Good Morning Football, are a hail mary away from being from losing four straight games. I didn't even think about that. So they're six that. and five, and they've they've lost three of their last four. And that one they won was because of the Hail Mary. And everyone's infatuated that Seahawks win. Yep. Before that. Yeah, right before that, that overtime victory. Yep. Are you losing confidence in them? A little bit. A little bit. I still think they make the playoffs because the NFC is just not as strong as the. Uh, AFC. If the Cardinals play the Giants in the first round of the playoffs, a little four versus five, what do you think? Well, I'm, yeah, of course. I'm, are you confident? I'm I mean, maybe that's my show. That's not on the fly show versus streak, I guess. Like, are you confident though? Like, seriously, I know you're confident. You're a fan, but you're gonna be like, not, don't give me the fan take. Give me the like the like the non fan take. Like, where it's just like, if you're like, what do you see with both these teams? I see a Giants team ascending. I see a Cardinals team that's a little bit out of surprise, but they also have a lot. Of, 
they've shown me more moments where I, I believe in them more. Like they've beaten better teams in tougher spots, but at the same point, I, I like the, the the general direction the Giants are going on more. If that makes sense, right. like that's where I'm at. Yeah, the Cardinals are plateau and the Giants are going up. So. Exactly. As just a football fan, they have a better quarterback, though. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah, Kyler for sure. Yeah, as a football fan, I would. It's honestly it's a toss up because it, it depends on like what what Cardinals you get. Which Cardinals team shows up exactly? Yeah. I have no idea who they are. Yeah, you're so the Joker in the deck of cards. We're just like, what, what? What is this? Like, what do we do with this? Yeah. So as a Giants fan, I'm, of course I'm optimistic, you know. Uh, but as just a regular football person, that's a toss up. But like, that's a game that you don't bet on because it could go either way. So. No, 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 you don't bet on that. Yeah. But you know, you do bet on. You bet on following us, right? Right. Zach is the man with all our social media stuff and always posting our episodes uh, on the great audio circuits of the world, Spotify and iTunes. So you can check out all our uh, episodes there. Um, and make sure you just give us some love on social media, right? If you don't mind, hey, it's the holidays, right? We always love the good vibes, and if whatever we do for you guys, we'd love to do it. Um, but, right, so check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. We always post all our highlights and cool stuff on there. So at underscore get sidetracked for all of that cool stuff. Uh, and then, like I said, I posted the link in there on the on the Twitch chat. But if, uh, if you're a Facebook or a YouTuber or whatever have you, like, we love all that too. Uh, make sure you check us out on www.get-sidetracked.com just to make sure you check out all those cool articles. And speaking of Twitch, speaking of YouTube, uh, let's start with Twitch. Give us a follow and a subscription, right? Hey, we always love that. We're trying to get to that goal during the holidays, right? Um, you can follow uh, to the heart to the left. You can subscribe to the right. It's free on Amazon Prime. We always love that. Uh, and then make sure you check us out on YouTube. That's free. That's a free subscription. So I don't know if there's any excuses there, Zach. You got to no the subscribe button for the love, right? We really right. we would appreciate it. Um, you can check us out right there and see all that cool stuff, highlights, interviews, and, and all that more cool stuff on, on YouTube. Uh, and then if you're really feeling the vibes, right, we're in the shopping season. I mean, we just added some cool merchandise on there. I didn't tell you about that. A little Protect the Church shirt just got released out of the right? sidetrack store. You like oh, that, baby. Baby fans? Love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just got a neck gator, too. That's going to be kind of fun. Oh, that's that's hot. Maybe we should all rock one for softball. Oh, we should. Absolutely. That'd be hot. There you go. Um, we got to be called the sidetrack side trackers or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Perfect. I love it. I'm with it. Um, and check out all the gear for all that cool stuff. But yeah, this was fun. I feel bad. We're back in lab. We're all, you know, the schedule's been all over the place. I'm all over the place. We're back going. A lot of football. We're coming down the home stretch too. So some great stuff. Uh, we got football tomorrow with the Ravens and Steelers, which I guess we didn't really talk about a whole lot. I, I my, my general take is that the Steelers should win the game. If they don't, it's just a product of them being undefeated and they just had a hiccup game. Yeah, completely agree. I think they're going to come in extremely pissed off with all the rescheduling, and the Ravens are going to pay for it. So, I think so too. Yeah. Um, awesome. All right. Well, so, so we'll be off tomorrow. Enjoy the football games. We'll be back on the air on Thursday night uh, at our normal time, 7 o'clock Eastern time. And I promise I won't suck with the production this time. Be late by 30 minutes. Uh, but we want to thank everyone for chatting and, and checking us out. Oh, wow. Uncle Reed didn't like that. Oh, he didn't? Oh, boy. I don't. I don't. You can't be throwing shit at your family. It's our family, Tyler. Sidetrack family now. Uh, that's right. That's right. But hey, you know what? You're also speaking to the gambling gods, right? You gotta gotta tell them what you feel, right? Well, hey, the Ravens are plus ten, I think. So what I, do you I'd think be on that spread. You like that? I'd be all over the Ravens, yeah. But it could be a it could be a uh, what you call it? Poor. Yeah. So I love it. Awesome. All right. Well, thank everyone for for checking us out tonight. So we'll see everyone back here in the living room at seven o'clock on Thursday.